Hi guys and welcome to the Little Things podcast with me Kiki and me Kate. We are the weekly podcast celebrating the little things in life coming to you each week on Spotify and Apple. Is that a get a grip scrunchie? Yes, it is. It's lovely. Thanks very much. My hair's getting so fucking rank. Are you booked in to get a haircut anytime soon? No, because I'm the hair. I'm the hairdresser of the family. Oh, you're a hairdresser. Yeah, of course. I forgot. But no one, no one does my hair. I've been learning on YouTube. No one else has. Everyone's looking fantastic in my family, apart from me. From Saturday, hairdressers are open, but it's whether you can get an appointment. Yeah, it's the waiting list, though. It's the waiting list that will be freaking miles long. What about you, though? You're going to get your hair cut. Look, I can just put all my hair on top of my head like this. It doesn't matter how much longer it gets. This big top knot just gets bigger and more amazing. (laughs) I love your hair, though. Whereas mine just gets, like, straggly. We've got very different hair. We've got very different hair. My hair is voluminous and yours is a bit dank. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, that's like a really cheap shot, like one minute in. Like, I haven't spoken to you a week. It's like, oh, your hair's dank. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there we go. That's We, we got to seven episodes. <laughs> I mean it in the, the nicest possible Thank way. No, I take that. I take that on board. Um, Sorry, that was so rude. I'm going to hit myself. <laughs> Have you had your coffee this morning? I need another one, actually. I was actually going to excuse myself to go get another. I'll just call my mom. <laughs> Can I have a fucking coffee, please? Actually, my mum told us off for too many fucks. Did she? Me, Mm. too many. (laughs) Yeah, you. I say us. You. Does mum want to get on the podcast now and come in and tell me? Oh, my God, yes. That's such a great idea. BRB. BRB. Oh, dear. This is terrifying. Kate has left the room to go get her mum. He's going to come in and tell me that I'm swearing too much. Oh my God, I'm terrified. Oh no. Oh no. Oh my God, just come on, just come on, just come on, just come on. Just come on. She's really nervous, Keeks. Okay. Uh, she's nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> You're nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> Hi, Mama Hello. Harrison. Hello. Kiki, meet Belinda. Hi. Belinda, meet Kiki. Hi, Belle. <laughs> how are you doing i'm good how are you i'm fine thank you just taking it slowly for an early monday morning good i heard kate shouting for a coffee for you to take to her which i thought was quite demanding of your daughter oh i didn't hear that mum didn't hear <laughs> she didn't. selective hearing mum i hear i hear that we're using too many swear words or i'm using too many swear words well, I just last one last episode I felt was just it was just too it was such a shame because I I just love listening. I just mm-hmm. smile from the moment you start. Yeah. But then I'm not your target audience, let's just say that. But well, um, yeah, but you're our biggest fan and we need you to keep listening <laughs> and we want to keep you happy. 
I, I just feel that, I mean, you've got such a lovely voice, you've got such a lovely way of speaking, and, and you're articulate. And I just think the F word, I don't mind occasionally, I just thought it was it just took over last and it yes right. it obliterated the content well, this is great because we kate and i were going to go through the bbc list of swear words and sort of see how that felt but i think it's amazing feedback and um it's not necessary i just think there are other words that would yeah give us an example mum. give us you an example use. what made me laugh was when kate was going to explain that she was going to have a gin and tonic and i thought she was going to say it again. i thought we just don't need and then she just said a fat gin and tonic that wasn't yeah, a good there word you go. But it was just, it was, I went, oh, phew. <laughs> phew, exactly, God, not another um, one. Yes, I, I, I don't, I think the odd one is lovely. Um, it, no, mm-hmm. not lovely. It's, it's acceptable, I think. But I think it dominated, well, certainly dominated last week's. Yeah. That was my only, that was my thinking. But thoroughly enjoying your your posts. I think it's, you've got a real little niche. Podcast, mom. Pod, po- oh, yes, podcast. <laughs> no, really good. No, thoroughly enjoying. Right, I'll let you get on with it. Anyway, oh, so lovely that's, my little, that's my little bit of feedback to you. <laughs> Thank you for the bye. feedback. Bye. Yeah, bye. Hi, Mum. Oh, my God, I love her. It was quite sweet to have her feedback. Definitely. Oh. She sent me a long list, actually, because I drove off to Norfolk last Tuesday yeah. after we'd released episode six. So Mum had listened to it whilst I was driving. Yeah. And then when I got to Norfolk, I asked her for feedback and she sent, like, a list of things that she enjoyed and or like which story worked and which didn't it was like great right mom you can be the producer then exactly. welcome on board can be our content creator how was norfolk <laughs> oh my gosh kiki i feel like i'm i've just woken up from a dream genuinely so yes i did break break the rule i i left my house last week but everyone's doing it now so i don't feel too bad about it and um i went off to Norfolk, which is just my favourite place in the UK by and, a mile. And especially with the weather, though, like, oh, my God. Absolutely nailed it. This lighting is doing nothing for me, but I'm quite tanned. <laughs> I look like a ghost. Have you got the selfie light on? Oh, my gosh, no, but it's right here. <laughs> Let me get that on for you. But, yes, it was absolutely wonderful. Like you said, amazing weather. We went out on the boat every day and you know what the little thing that I have missed so much about being in lockdown is my proximity to the The sea sea. not the London and I'm any closer but in London I like live on the River Thames and I just think water is such a important part of my life and being in the sea every day not only does it make my hair so gorgeously mermaidal and salty and sensual but it's just oh I just get so much out of that like coldness but also was the sea cold or is it warm it was it was cold but it was warm it wasn't too cold (laughs) it was cold but it was warm it was cold yeah I mean it wasn't like going for a swim in your your pool probably but I just love it then you get so hot and you just jump in the sea and it's freezing and like oh so refreshing oh there's the selfie light oh does it fit over that has that made a difference (laughs) not really it's too far away oh I've not put it over the camera Oh, there we go. Oh. No, I now can't see your face. There we go. Does that make a difference? No. <laughs> you do look tanned and beautiful, though. Like, and I'll tell, you that. I'll tell you that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just looks like you're at a dentist now, you know, when they, like, open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to the dentist in so long. That's a little thing I don't miss. 
Oh my God. I had so many appointments like before lockdown, you know, going to the dentist, hairdressers, all of that, which I've missed. But you know what I'm not looking forward to is the waiting lists for all these things. It's like all these things. And beauticians, especially, they're going to, like, are you, have you been back to visit the, uh, (laughs) the beautician that is your sister or are we... Waiting no, for that waiting I list. haven't. I've absolutely written that one off. I'll do my legs and my sister will do my underarms, but the lady yeah. garden is just, it's not even going to happen. So um, I'm going to wait till I get to London and I can book, book one of those. That sounds like a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Norfolk was wonderful. I had a brilliant time. Like I said, kind of feel like I was in a dream. Although I did get knocked out of that dream very quickly last night on arrival home. Oh dear, what happened? Wait, I just wanted to ask, did you wear your sun cream? Or were you that girl who got burnt in the UK? I wore my sun cream. I wear sun cream every day though. I always put 30 on my face. That's good. That's good. Don't want to be looking all scaly and haggard. Well, I didn't. I I was that classic Brit who was like, oh my God, the sun's not that hot. You know, like, oh, if I was in France, I put it on every day. But it's like, it's a sunny day in the UK. It's fine. I'll sit outside now. I am a fool and I got burnt and I looked like a a tomato. But also it was so hot in the evenings that I was just radiating heat like nothing else <laughs> lying there with a fan a thing of ice your windows open a cold towel burn was just not not a thing to do but naked in bed do you sleep naked yes yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so I don't usually sleep naked but um last night I got really hot <laughs> and I think my dad was quite alarmed when he brought my tea in at 7am this morning <laughs> Your dad brings tea into you at seven in the morning. Sorry, yeah, that is a little thing I can't believe I haven't mentioned yet on this podcast. Yes, my dad brings, we have a lovely little routine. My dad brings my tea in at seven. Um, Mum and I go for a walk at eight. Then we sit and eat our breakfast together. And then we listen to Popmaster, which is a music quiz on radio too, which I'm currently missing to do this recording. (laughs) Oh my God, that sounds like heaven. So dad walked in and was like, oh dear. Well, usually dad walks in and he goes, morning. This morning, silence, nothing. <laughs> so he must have walked in, been shocked, like closed his eyes, tried to find where to put my tea down on the bedside table. Was, was there no duvet covering you? No, oh, there was. I think it was a little bit beneath the nipple. Oh dear. Oh, Daddy Harrison, poor man. Next time, like tomorrow morning when he brings the tea, he's going to be like, please have pyjamas on. He's going to knock really loudly tomorrow morning just to make sure that I'm awake. (laughs) I can pull my duvet cover up. So yes, Daddy, I apologise. I love it. You don't seem phased by it at all. I mean, he's seen me naked. Well, I, As a I, child, shout out to my dad um, if he's listening. I'd like a cup of tea, actually a cup of coffee tomorrow morning. Thanks very much. So you you were saying how you had a beautiful time in Norfolk yes. and you got back and it's all just hit you like a stack of potatoes. Oh no, you look, look sad. Kate looks sad. Look. I drove a long way yesterday to get home from Norfolk. It's How not long a drive. Three and a half hours. It's a long way. It's long. tiring when you drive mm. that that long. Anyway, I had to play my quarterfinal round of Snimbledon last night. Holy shoo, Who were you playing? I was playing the vet, Kiki. Here we go again. By the way, I think I just need to insert this. It's important. Mummy, mummy was like, please be nice about him on the podcast today. I was like, don't worry. He's getting a glowing report. He is a lovely boy. He really is. He did knock me up. Oh, knock me out. <laughs> That was an amazing slip of the tongue. 
Oh dear. He knocks me out of snowboarding. <laughs> a baby. I'm pregnant. <laughs> um, no, yeah, he knocked me out of the village tennis tournament last night. No. Yeah, he did. It was a great game. He's a really great player. We had some wonderful rallies. Was there, you know, volleys were being served, but was like conversation being served as well? Jokes back and forth. We had a lot of conversation during the warm up, but I'm a very competitive person, Kiki. So when it comes to a match and a competitive (laughs) match like that, I there will be no talking because I can't deal with background noise or chit chat when I have my game face on. So he knocked you out, but did he stay for a drink at lasagna? Stay for a drink. He stayed no lasagna last night, no lasagna, but he did stay for a drink and we had a good well, more it was more like an interrogation. It was the four of us and him. But no, it was really nice. He's a really nice guy. So no more um bad words about the vet, please. I have I have never bad mouthed the vet, okay? No, I've sorry, never done it. The Bernard Fire <laughs> Podcast. No more bad mouthing the vet. <laughs> oh, how is Bernard? Mm, dunno. I haven't really spoken to him. Okay, well, maybe he's just waiting for you to get back to London. Maybe. I think it's probably sensible. We don't want to do that. We don't want to draw out. No, exactly. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Nothing's achieved from that. Also, in Norfolk, I just didn't really look at my phone the whole time I was there because it's like you're constantly in water or surrounded by water or doing some kind of activity. So Mm. I was just... I wasn't very engaging, but I've got nothing on this week, Bernard. So if you want to engage via text, um, we can definitely do that. Shout out to Bernard who's listening to this. It's also like you have his number. You could be like, hey, just got back from Norfolk. But no, I'm going to tell him on the podcast. (laughs) She's free. Yeah, I'm free. Anyway, Kiki, enough about my week. Please tell me about your week. Week has been good. You know, as I said, I burnt. That was the little um, part of the week. Oh, <laughs> shit, I'm sorry. You just did it twice. By the way, Belle, it's not me. It's not me who does the swearing. It's your daughter. Okay, so there we go. That's two strikes from Kate and zero from me. Thank you very much. Um, I'm thinking though, like in the next few weekends, I don't know what your plans are, but I need to get in a car and come and see you. Third weekend of July, I come and we do episode 10 together. Oh my God, the finale of the season. The finale of the season. Okay, yeah, I'm so game. But I'll have to I'll have to really be on my best behavior. Wash that mouth out before Wash you come that north. Mouth out. I will do. <laughs> I won't swear in the next few episodes. And I, I know it's it. terrible though because you need to, because that's you. Like that's know, part of you. <laughs> limit yourself. Now I'm gonna be thinking about everything that I say. Um so if my storytelling is a little bit slow, it's because I'm really focusing on the words coming out of my mouth anyway um as you know Kate I remember I think it was the beginning you said you were like Kiki you're going to be one of those families who do an outdoor cinema and I was like "Mm, I don't know it's a bit too much of a faff holy schmoly we've done it of course we've bloody done it I know. And we we didn't do it in half measures either. We bought a 14 foot inflatable screen. You know, when you went to parties when you're younger and there were the bouncy castles, but to keep the bouncy castle up, you had that fan at the back. (laughs) Yeah. We had to do that with this screen. No way. Yeah. So it was standing, it was was standing up throughout the whole thing. Does that mean you had a constant in the background when you were watching a film? We did, but it was very, it was very minimal. Okay. And we had some speakers uh, on the projector, so it was actually fine. Um, But because it gets 
it's we've literally gone through the solstice or whatever it is the longest day of the year yeah and I mean two days later it's not exactly going to change so it doesn't actually get dark till about quarter to ten so you couldn't actually see anything (laughs) so we're all just sitting there merrily like drinking drinking wine and like eating our popcorn um so we didn't finish um the movie till 11 but it was it was the most amazing experience so what Um, movie did you watch we watched The Greatest Showman Oh, that is probably the best choice for an outdoor cinema. We both actually went to watch that in F- at did. Fulham Palace. Two years ago, Kate and I went and watched it. Not together, separately. <laughs> <laughs> but when you went to see it, had you seen it before? No, it was the first time I'd seen it. And my yeah. friend couldn't believe I hadn't seen it yet. But it was such a great way to see it first time. When I went to see it, I'd seen it before, but my brother hadn't. So I was sat there in my little picnic chair at Fulham Palace, singing along to the songs. And he was like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. I'm trying to look. I want to hear Hugh Jackman sing it. I don't want to hear you sing it. And there's me like, from now on, shut up. Like, and he was so (laughs) angry by the end of it. He was like, I would have enjoyed it if you hadn't sat there singing. So on this one, I turned to him and I said, can I sing? And this one, he goes, no, I don't want to hear you sing. And (laughs) I've got a voice of an angel. Okay. I mean, I don't but I'd like to say I do. So all I wanted to do was just sing along to all of the songs and he would just glare at me every single time. And I was, sort of had all the energy inside of me that I just wanted to release and sing. But um, apart from that, it was beautiful. I'm sure I had a very similar um, experience to that on Saturday night. We were watching Adele's Glastonbury performance <gasps> and oh. I wanted to sing along to every single song because <laughs> I know... Probably like the rest of the country knows every single word to all of those songs. And they're such sing-along ballads, aren't they? Because they're so powerful. Oh. And in that moment, you think you're Adele. But I was obviously Easy. staying at friend's house with her parents, who are clearly big Adele fans. And therefore, I was singing it inside. Also, bearing in mind, Kate drove down to Norfolk with a stack of CDs. <laughs> And yes, one of I them, do. I think two of them were the Adele CDs. You studied that picture, haven't you? <laughs> you had Enrique in there. S Club 7, S- Westlife, The Beatles, West- Queen's Greatest Hits. You have, you have the most epic CD range, but also it's like <laughs> you're that girl who has like that CD stack. There's me, like I've actually got an Oxlead. I've kind of upgraded. Um, but I miss the CDs when you can listen to like 12 of their songs. I tell you what, though, it's really difficult to change a CD whilst you're driving. Oh, sure that caused a few a few incidents back in the day before Oxlead cables and Spotify, which I still haven't quite managed to get. <laughs> do you have a cd player in your room like one of those old boom boxes that's something i found in my basement clear out last week it was so much fun and oh, another basement clear out that was the same, same one the same one but we found all of those ones with like the speakers that come come out on the side and you've got oh you have God. to put the aerial up for the radio did you find a walkman cd a walkman thing as well i did not I did not. As if we used to like walk walk around carrying those. Like, how did that work? And you'd have to carry it like flat up because the CD spins like that. You can't get it on its side. And then, you know, imagine if you were going out for a walk, the only thing you could listen to is like your now 64 1 CD. You weren't exactly going to take your rucksack of other CDs to change it in. Mm, I don't know about you, Kiki. (laughs) Then again, age to eight, like how many of us wanted to go on long walks without walking? Whereas now we get a lot 
lot of lot of joy out of long walks. I did a lot of long walks in Norfolk. Yeah, but also long walks on the beach. Oh, oh when the with the wind in your hair and salt water and rain and. But your oh. hair's obviously your hair's good for that. My hair's dank, so my hair wouldn't <laughs> my hair wouldn't receive that very well at all. I'd come out looking like a sort of angry terrier. I think salt water does wonders for hair, no matter it's um if it's dank, dank or not. <laughs> Just like that Get a Grip London scrunch is doing wonders for yours right now. Yes, I'm very jealous. I would love one. Please shout out to to the girls from Get a Grip. Well, I was going to say, like, is our little business of the week going to be like some sort of like detangler for hair? I'm not sure. No, 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 no. It's it's not. Okay. But it is going to be Norfolk related, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Well, this podcast is basically about my trip to Norfolk, isn't it? So <laughs> this podcast is like your love life, tennis. You said before this episode, you were like, well, so we'll have five minutes to catch up on your love life. <laughs> the thing is, is, I just think people are so invested in your love life that we have to we have to keep it up a little bit. Um, my love life uh, nearly ended this week when... Um, oh. I don't know whether to laugh or cry or like no so I I thought that it would be really romantic to camp in the garden this week (laughs) it's 28 degrees outside how about we set up a tent um we get some inflatable mattresses uh we go out with a duvet and you know camp under the stars how amazing would that be and he was really (laughs) he was like are you sure and he was like you hate camping I said yes I'm sure of course so got ready um brushed our teeth went outside and I was like gosh like how lovely is this this is so nice and he was like yeah yeah, yeah." yawning quite tired let's go sleep now fine so I'm there like under the stars beautiful and I slowly start deflating on my mattress (laughs) and I was like it'll be fine it'll be fine but this mattress is kind of (laughs) letting out air faster than, faster than you think and it, you know when you get something in your head and you're like oh my god this mattress is deflating oh my god this mattress is deflating and you can't yeah. sleep you can't sleep it's just not gonna happen were you on the same mattress no two separate ones his so was, you were deflating and boyfriend I was deflating was he was first deflating. yeah he was fast asleep um on, on the fully blown one and I'm getting a bit angry um at, at the first mine's deflating and I can't sleep anyway an hour passes and I'm fully on the floor um and then I hear foxes um the noise like do you get them do you get them this the only way you can describe yeah we get them here and the only way you can describe a fox noise is a woman screaming or a baby's a high-pitched baby scream we must have a lot of foxes here because i genuinely thought that someone might be murdered on my street it sounds as though someone is being killed it yeah. is so painful but when that noise comes to you and i was can hear it in the background it's a bit dull but then it got closer and also our tents open like we're like our sort of heads are out of the tents of looking at the stars the the fox noise is getting closer but it's pitch black out there and then it stops and then it gets closer and I was like I, I literally shook Hugo and I was like Hugo I was like we're going inside what and he was like what's the matter what's the matter I was like no the fox is going to eat us so Keeks it's fine he then saw that my my deflated mattress situation he was like you sleep on my mattress I'll sleep on the floor at this point, I get the giggles really badly, but also I get that guilt feeling, you know, and I'm like, oh, no, but I, I can't, I can't <laughs> stay on your mattress. Um, anyway, back and forth, the foxes got worse and worse. I thought we were going to die. Um, so we came in at 2am, <laughs> came in at 2am uh, and 
went to sleep, woke up the next morning and my family had put bets on how long I'd last. My sister said, Geeks will be in by two. Um, and I was in by two. And it's just, um, I was gutted because I was like, no, I don't, I want to prove everyone wrong. And there is something so romantic about camping under the stars, having just cooked <laughs> s'mores on a fire pit. Yeah, but when you fear for your life and you're also so yeah. uncomfortable. My inflatable mattress deflated at Wilderness Festival two years ago when I was there with my family. And um, I was sharing a tent with my brother and he was he was your boyfriend in that circumstance. His didn't deflate and mine deflated. And because you're at a festival by the by that point, I then had to deflate three nights in a row and like knew that it was coming each time. <laughs> it's so painful. And you just think, oh my God, I'm going to go to sleep, but I know I'm going to be on the floor yeah. with a severely yeah. bad back after yeah. this. Totally. So how's your back now? Yeah, back's absolutely fine. I decided to buy... A back posture strap. Wow. <laughs> Do you not find? Have you found that you are you making it? Yeah, own? actually, as you just said that, I just straightened up because I am sat with my crouch yeah. over the microphone. No, I need to work on my posture definitely. Well, I highly recommend one of these straps. It looks like you're about to go skydiving, um, but you're in lockdown. No one's going to see you. It's fine. But mm-hmm. I thought if I can get some good posture, it just might make me look a little better. And my boyfriend keeps coming up behind me and pulling my shoulders back when my posture's bad. And I'm like, mm-hmm. will you actually go away? Because that, I mean, that is the worst thing possible. I know I've got bad posture, but when you come and correct me, like I will punch a wall. Oh, like, that's... Just looking out for you <laughs> and your posture and your children's posture. Come on, that's what it's about. No, exactly. He, he wants to keep me tall and elegant for a, for a long exactly. time. You know, when you're angry and someone goes chill out and it's just like the oh, worst thing ever. Worse. It's the same with posture. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Kiki, shall I introduce you to this week's Little Business of the Week? Please do. So I, guys, if you didn't know, have been in Norfolk for the past week. <laughs> one of my best, well, one of my best friends, um, mum, is a chef and has her own granola company. And I am talking about the best granola I have ever eaten. And there are so many different flavours. There's a cardamom one, a pecan maple syrup and coconut one. Um, I mean, the list goes on. So I've come back with bags of granola that are going to keep me going for the next couple of weeks. And not only does she do granola, but she also does the best fucking brownies in the whole entire world. They are unbelievable. I just, (laughs) I don't know how she does it. They've got white chocolate in them. They've got milk chocolate in them. They've got dark chocolate in them. Got salt in them. Oh, they're so yummy. So, um... (laughs) I brought those back for my birthday because it's my birthday this week, y'all. <laughs> so I think you should head over to Great Granola and have a look, order away. And maybe if you mention that you heard about her from the Little Things pod, she might put a little gift in for you. You never know. Right. Well, that's all from me and my Norfolk podcast. So uh, <laughs> lovely chatting to you, Kiki. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, I've, I've had a whirl of a time listening uh, to everything that you've been up to. Um, listeners, thank you so much for listening to episode seven. We are Kiki and Kate of The Little Things. If you want to get in touch with us about anything, that's Kate's dating life, that's granola, Norfolk, whatever it is, send us an email to podcast.littlethings at gmail.com or or you can contact us on instagram which is at little things pod which i'm sure you're already already following already 
already already following double already already, already following, following. Bye guys. Bye. I'm waving. I'm waving, but no one can see that. I'm waving. Bye. We're waving. Bye.